Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and I am coming to you on a beautiful, warm, sunny Scottsdale day, uh, like every day here in Scottsdale, especially during the summer. It is nice and warm, but I'm excited to be coming to you guys today because just giving you guys a podcast of being beyond average. You know, I went for a run yesterday, and there was something that just hit me about average, and and it made me think, you know, I actually made like a little video about just being average as the average adult, average human being, especially in America. And and I went on a little tangent and I'll, and I'll let you guys know. It's like, you know, the above person makes 62 or the average, sorry, the average person makes $62,000, just over $62,000 a year in America. The average person's overweight. The average person's divorced. You know, and then if you go into it, the average person complains. The average person blames others why their life's not the way they want it. You know, like if you really go into what average is, um, and the thing for me is I'm not trying to be average. Uh, a lot of people who follow me aren't trying to be average either. There's nothing wrong with being average uh, if that's the life you want to live. I just I would not want to do that. Um, I think we only have one life, and I want to get the most out of this life. And I'm not here to do what everybody else wants to do. So, and because again, me being who I am, you know, if I was doing that, I would be just like everybody else and I would live paycheck to paycheck and I would be overweight and I wouldn't work out and I wouldn't take care of myself. And, and it just keeps going, right? I'd be, I'd get married, I'd get divorced. Like that's what average is in America. Um, there's no right or wrong. It's just not what I want for my life. And so the reason I'm making this podcast, it's, it's to piggyback off that. And I, I want you guys to think back of every guest that I've had on here. They're above average. And I wanted to go, I went back through all my guests and I was like, what makes them stand out? Why are they landing jobs when other people aren't? Why are these people getting multiple, not just one, but multiple job offers? Why are some of these people not even graduated college and getting job offers? You know, and it made me really start thinking, what are they doing that's above average? Um, And that's what I wanted to touch on. You know, it's stuff we've talked about, but I want to dive deeper and, you know, what the average person is doing, because I promise you guys, I tell everyone who calls me, I have hundreds of messages that come in each month of people wanting to network and and, and asking for my advice, which I love. Again, I love that you guys reach out, but I can tell you, I see the average, right? The average person tells me they're going to not quit till they get in. The average person is going to be a president club winner within a couple of years. That's what they all tell me. The average person is the best thing that this earth's ever seen, right? And then it's like, I maybe get one person who calls me back after hundreds to say, hey, I actually broke in, you know, so I'm just going off of what I've seen personally, what made people stand out and get jobs and what I did to stand out, get four job offers. So uh, before we jump in, if you guys haven't, please press that like and subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, if you guys are listening on the podcast, five star reviews, help us share this awesome industry to other people and just help educate my journey. And then if you guys haven't, you guys can check out my book, new to medical device sales.com link will be in the show notes where I go into how I got four job offers with top 30 medical device companies without any sales experience prior to that. Uh, so you guys can reach out also always on LinkedIn at Jacob McLaughlin and on TikTok and Instagram, new to medical device sales. Again, wherever you guys reach out, I always get back to you. Uh, again, my goal is just to help as many people as I can. But hoping that you guys find this podcast really resourceful, really helpful, and maybe make you challenge what you're doing and just challenge, are you being average? And is this why you're not getting jobs? If why you're not getting interviews, why you're not getting hired? You know, so I really just want to jump into it. You know, the number one thing 
I talk to people who aren't getting hired or getting interviews is they're not networking. The average person barely networks. And and this is where, again, I always just share my story, share my journey. Again, everything I say is what I have experienced. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. It's just what I've experienced. And what I experienced is, you know, it's what I've talked about. I trained a lot of high-end professionals who own businesses, and none of them told me it was because of the resume. It was always because they knew somebody or they knew somebody that they respected knew somebody. You know, it was always a connection that made somebody get an interview, made somebody get a job. And so I took that same resource when I would go and break into medical device sales, you know, and I reached out to, again, you guys have, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard it. I've reached out to 3,000 people, over 3,000 people in about five and a half months, six months, and I kept a Excel sheet of everybody who reached out to, I reached out to that responded back. There was over 180 of them. And I say this because I knew I was going to have to reach out and talk to so many people and start working with so many people to get my foot in the door because I didn't have the sales experience everybody wanted. I didn't have everything that they were looking for. I didn't know people in the industry. So the best thing I could do was get on LinkedIn and send out hundreds of messages a day. And the one thing I will always say this, this is my always my favorite is people will be like, well, I work another job. So did I, you know, everybody worked another job. The average person works a job. If you're trying to get hired, you have to make time. So the, the reason I say this is that everybody I talk to that's like average, who's not getting interviews, they make excuses. And once you guys stop taking or you start taking out all the excuses, your life will get way easier. Well, I already have a job. That's cool. You have a job. Maybe it's nine to five. Well, what are you doing from 5 a.m. till 8 a.m.? What are you doing from 8 p.m. till 10 p.m.? Like there's always time to be able to send messages. Maybe if your hours are there, again, slot it into when it works. If This is my belief. If something's a priority, you will make time for it. It's why like if I'm going on vacation and I'm leaving at 5 a.m., I wake up and go to the gym at 3 a.m. You know, like I don't have to, but I make it a priority for my day that, hey, I'm going to at least get my workout in before I go sit on a plane. You know, again, maybe that's more psychotic, but I laugh about that. But I also just am being real. Like you, you have to make a priority what you want. So if you are saying that you don't have enough time, if you're saying you don't network, you're being, you're not going to get a job. And that's what I just, if you listen to every single podcast, go back and listen to every guest that I had on, they networked, 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 and networked more. And it wasn't ever because of their resume. They got them hired. It was always because they networked with somebody that got them in. So again, networking is going to be your best friend, but this is where I wanted to dive deeper into the networking. The average person will call me and they'll be like, hey, Jake, I, I've reached out and I haven't got any interviews. I'm doing what you asked. And I'm like, cool. How many people have you networked with? And they're like, oh, a good amount. And I'm like, no, give me the number. Like, give me an estimate. And they're like, well, seven. So, and then this is where I always laugh. And I'm like, seven. So you, you hear my podcast, you hear what I say, and I've reached out to 3,000. I only got 180 out of 3,000, right? And you're going to network or you're going to call me and complain that you didn't get a job offer. Or you didn't get an interview because you reached out to seven people and nobody got back to you. You know what I mean? Like that's the talk I have with people. Reach out to 1,000. Don't call me until you reach out to 1,000. And then if you haven't got an interview or you haven't got uh, a job offer by 1,000, then, you know, like, let's, let's look at stuff. Maybe you're doing something wrong. Maybe your messaging stinks. Maybe you don't have the experience and you've got to come out at a different angle. But the reason I say that is the average person will try 10 times and quit. The average person will reach out to 20 and two respond back and they look at it as a failure. Again, the thing I always tell everybody is you just need one. You need one person to take a shot on you. So every time you go, like my, my mindset was, hey, I'm going to reach out to 3,000 people. And if I can't get a job interview, after 3,000 people, I need to reevaluate what I'm doing. 
you know, and luckily I went through a bunch of interviews and, you know, got four job offers by then. But again, it, it just, it just goes, the average person is just reaching out to 10 people. The average person is reaching out to 30 people, you know, and then they complain about, they didn't get a, get any interviews or they don't get any job offers. Like the people who call me who like, Hey Jake, I've actually reached out and I've talked to 30 people. They all have job, job interviews. They all like, th- there's not one that hasn't been like, Hey, I've reached out and I've talked talked, not reached out to 30. That doesn't mean you sent 30 messages. You probably spent, you probably sent 200 messages or more to get those 30 people on the phone or reply back. But they are like, Hey, I talked with 20 or 30 people. I'm, I'm in this interview right now. You know, like that's what's going beyond average. Just reaching out to a couple people isn't good enough. Um, when you're going into the next step for me was always hunger. You know, like for me, I always talked about hunger and passion. Like even when I do this, this podcast, right? No matter what I'm doing, I'm going to be passionate about because like I've said on the podcast before, if I'm going to spend my time doing it, I'm going to be passionate about. People have noticed that. People notice when you're hungry. People notice that you are going to be a go-getter. People are knowing that you're going to go come and make a difference right away. And everybody that's been on my podcast, you can hear that. They were hungry. They got advice. They went and they they took that advice and they they did everything they had to do to land the position that they're in now. But most people, the average person will just be like, yeah, I kind of want to break into medical device sales. I heard you can make some money. Never going to get a job. Like, and if you do, like I, I see reps in there. The people who do that, they suck because they're in it for the money. And if you're just in it for the money, you're never going to be the best rep that you could be. And there's going to be somebody who's hungrier than you, who's not in it just for the money, and they're going to beat you. So again, it's you got to have a hunger. You got to know that. Like I, we talk about this all the time. You guys should know this when you're in the interview process and you're trying to break in, it's one of the most competitive fields. Like literally thousands of people are applying for a a single job posting. So what are you doing to stand out? Like you guys have to be hungry and passionate. When somebody gets on the phone with you, they got to remember you. And like the best thing I could do was be the guy who said, Hey, when they, when people would reach out and they would be like, I told them I reached out and I've, Hey, I have an Excel sheet of 120 people so far. Wow. Okay. Send me it. And here, let me get you in touch with my manager. Like it, I was going on and showing that I wanted it. I just didn't, I didn't talk about it and I didn't just not do the work. I, I was hungry. I was passionate. I was like, Hey, I know no matter where I go, I'm going to come in. I'm going to make a difference and I'm, and I'm going to make someone's life easier who I'm working for. Um, but I'm also going to impact the territory. And that was always my belief. Um, again, I'm a pretty confident person. Um, but again, I'm not going to do anything. I don't believe I, I can't do. And, and I believe, you know, you can do anything you put your mind to, um, when it comes to like working hard and and getting yourself in the right spot. Number three, the people were always prepared. This is where I talk about again in my book, why I made a business plan, why I would spend eight to 10 hours making a business plan before an interview I was going in. And this is why I always say on the interview or in the podcast, I never was afraid when I was going to those final interviews. I was never afraid of anybody I went up against because I knew that I had put in way more work than anybody else. I knew that I knew the market better than anybody else. I knew I knew about the products. I knew I knew about, you know, my competition, just everything that I needed to know. I know I did more work than anybody else. So nobody was going to even touch me. And that's why I tell people the person I beat out was a tenure rep who was one of the top reps at their company. And they had more than five plus years experience. And I was able to beat them out with a kid with no experience, you know, and it's because I was more prepared. I, I had done all the back work before that, but I also came into the interview process more prepared than anybody else. I knew the competitors. I knew the market share. I knew my company. I knew the growth opportunities. I knew the challenges that were going to come. Like I already knew that before I was even the position I'm in. 
like I, I researched, I called reps. I, I just did so much more work. And that's what, if you listen to any of them, you know, like I always talk about like Austin, he's one of my good buddies. Now we talk a decent amount. If you guys go back to listen to Austin, like Austin was hungrier than hungry to get in. And he was always prepared. He, you, you get one shot, you know, like you have to take the advantage of it. So again, you guys, if you are going in for this medical device sales job, it's not good enough. The average person will just be like, Hey, I'm going to look at the website. That's it. And that's, that's a lot of people who call me. I have a job interview tomorrow. I looked at the website. Cool. Did you reach out to anybody that's in that position? No. Well, then how are you supposed to know anything about the product, right? This, my example is if you call the rep that's in your division, but maybe they're in Seattle and you're in Phoenix, like myself, guess what? They're going to tell you what the good product is, what the bad product is. They're going to tell you who the competition is. They're going to tell you all the stuff you need to know. And now you're armed with that when you go into the, or you go into the interview, when majority of the people, the average candidate just looks at the website and goes into an interview. Well, guess who's going to win? The person who talked to the actual rep and knows more information about what's going in. So again, you guys, it's what are you doing to separate yourself? And that's another way to separate yourself is just being prepared. Preparation is key, especially when you're going into anything, because again, it carries over into the daily job. Like for me, I have to be prepared with my accounts and my surgeries, because if I didn't prepare properly, my surgeries aren't going to run the way they're supposed to. That reflects bad on me and, ref- and doctors aren't going to want to use a rep that's not prepared to make their life easier. Uh, number four I had put in is following up. Uh, that was the thing I always talked about within an hour. I always followed up. The, the, the good people that will reach back out to me who got a job, they always, when they talk to me, they followed up with me and then they'll get it. Same with everybody. If you listen to the podcast, the, the people who got jobs, they always talked about, they followed up, they followed up and they, they, everybody, not just one person, they followed up with every single person and they would be able to do the proper steps to break in compared to the average person will shoot a call and then that's it. Every human being I ever talked to on the phone or I talked through via uh, LinkedIn always did a follow-up message, t- thanking them for their time, their knowledge, whatever it was, but I always did a follow-up message. Um, and, and the majority of people, they won't shoot up a follow-up message or they'll just keep it broad, say thank you. Like, like everything I did in mine follow up and what other reps have or other people who broke in did that I talked to, they took something that they learned from that conversation, put it in. So it shows that you got knowledge from that person. You're going to thank them for taking the time to teach you. So again, the following up is such a big piece. Now here's where the next one going into five is using their network. This was the big part for me is, you know, I I was a person who networked with a lot of people, right? I reached out to a lot of people, but because of that, I had a lot of people on my side or people in that division. So when I was going through the interview process, I had people reaching out to my manager. And and the best way I can explain it is, you know, when I went into my final interview for my current position, I had my manager get text on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I had my interview on Friday. She got a text every single day from somebody that I had networked with. And I asked, I would reach back out to him and be like, Hey, can you let them know that you think I'd be a good fit? And I, and I had created a relationship with these people to like, yeah, no, for sure I will. And you know, so like, that was the difference. Say there's two candidate, candidates that are the same. Both did great an- interviews. But guess what? This candidate had somebody chirping in their ear every day and this one didn't. Well, guess who's coming straight to mind every single time, right? Every time on Monday when she got a text, who'd she think about me? Me. When she got a text on Tuesday, who'd she think about? 
me as she's going through the interview process and they keep just doing these little dings of text who'd she think about me throughout that process you know it's those little things it's the same thing i do with doctors when we do that can you be in front of them or can you have them remember you so again being able to use your network all these people that were able to break in i talked about networking but they're able to leverage their networking they're able to use the relationships that they've built and had people go to bat for them and that's what i always talk about is you have to have someone going to bat for example if you are just somebody who is reaching out and you are trying to break into the world and you maybe you meet the manager, but that you don't really know the manager, but you met them and they're like, yeah, we'll do an interview with you and you go in. But then somebody else comes in and they're like, they're best friends with the best rep in that territory. Well, when the best rep is putting up their best friend and they really trust them and that manager trusts that best rep, well, who already has a leg up? It's the person who's already made the relationships with somebody who's influential compared to somebody who just cold called. Again, not saying that you're not going to have an opportunity, but again, it's it's being able to use your network to get yourself in front of people um, and being able to capitalize on that. And then the number last one, number six, is really I put don't stop until they have the job and then right underneath don't quit. And that's really what it is is. Most people will quit six months in. You know, I've talked to a lot of people um, who've been like, hey, I'm going to break into medical device sales. They're like, they will go in three, four months and they're like, I still haven't had anything. And by month six, they're trying to do a new industry. Uh, they just quit, you know, and, and I'm a firm believer no matter what you do, as long as you stay with it, it's really hard to lose, you know. And so my mindset, just so you guys know, like my mindset, my goal was to break in under six months, which I was able to complete. But like my goal was like, or my, my journey was like, Hey, if it takes me two years, I don't care. I'm going to break in because I want this, you know? So like, that's the thing is I hope this inspires somebody who's maybe four or five months in and you're thinking about maybe quitting. Well, you can quit, but the four or five months you just wasted, like they're just going to go down the chute. But if you just kept going, maybe it's three months, you know, and, and this is where I go back to my story for everyone. My last three job offers I got within 24 hours. So I did six months of work and working my butt off and doing everything I could. And the final three job offers all came within 60 minutes of each other on the same day. Like I felt like I was doing nothing for those six months. And just to think in one hour, all of that work had came in and got three job offers. Like that's what I, I, I want you to hear. Like that was fake for me because I'm like, what in the world is happening? And just understanding that like, Oh my gosh, all this hard work, even on the days I felt like I was so down and didn't do anything, it all compiles. And it's that compound interest that I always talk about, like with, you know, if you're doing investing, but compound of compounding of the work, the work, the work that all just sets up to like it tips over. And then when it tipped over, I got three job offers, just like you could, you know, it's don't quit because you could be so close and you don't even know. Um, and again, even if it's going to take you a couple, if it's going to take you longer, like I expected, you know, my goal was six months, but I was like, it could take me two years because I don't have sales experience and I'm going up with candidates who do, and I'm going to have to really stand out, but maybe someone's not going to be willing to take a chance on me. And I was okay with that. So again, with everything I say, the number one thing will be just don't quit, you know, because the best way I can say this is once I broke in, I got this job. I've had three people call me about jobs since then. Um, and again, I've been in for seven months, but I've had three people call me about, Hey, I have a job for you because I had networked with them, you know, six months prior or whatever it was. 
And even though I had taken a job, I had these people reaching out because I had stuck in their mind and they're like, Hey, are you still looking? Because we're still hiring or I just found someone who's hiring and you would, you're perfect. You know? So that's something I just want to encourage you guys is just don't quit. You know, if you just keep sticking with it, eventually good things will happen and something will fall into place. But also now, what I'll leave you guys with is it's a roller coaster ride. Like I've always said, it's up and down, up and down. And one day it's great. And one day it's horrible, but I'll be real. That's sales. You know, like even today, my day was supposed to go a certain way and it did not go anyway that way. I got three calls, people distressed. Like I'm trying to put out fires. I'm having to send emails. I'm having to check up. Like, it's not like it's just this easy day of like, oh, today's going to be perfect. Like if, if it's supposed to be an easy day, I'm like, okay, what's about to come up? Because that usually happens, you know, or you're planning for it. So again, it's not just the journey of breaking in. It's once you're in, it's, you know, sales is up and down and you have to be able to, to be able to move with it fast and make the best of every situation. But again, you guys, I hope this was super helpful because it's always, it's always the big part of you look who's successful, right? And the average person is just going to do the bare minimum to get by. And this is my talk with everybody. I, I saw somebody put this and it was like, I work that my job pays me just enough not to quit. So I work just enough not to get fired. And that is the mindset that screws everybody over because I'll just be real as someone who's worked with a lot of business owners, you want to get a raise, you work harder than everybody else. They notice that they, you provide value. They're going to pay you more, but everybody has this backwards mindset where it's like, I'm going to do the bare minimum for the most amount of money. And you have to be willing to go as hard as you can. And people are going to notice. And when you have that notice, you bring that value, you're going to get paid more. So this is my talk to everybody. Everybody knows that medical device sales can make a lot of money and you, you cannot make a lot of money, but the average, you know, is like 149, that's $149,000. You know, if you're trying to be and above average in the pay, if the average pay is $62,000 a year for an American, and you're trying to make double than that, and that's the average, you got to work twice as hard than the average person just to get that position and even more. And then you got to think about all the candidates going for that position that want to be above average. Now you got to be above average on those candidates, right? Like it doesn't stop. You just have to keep going. You got to be hungry. You got to be willing to do whatever it takes to get in. And that's the difference with most people is they're not, they want to, they want a nine to five job. They want to make a hundred thousand dollars and barely work. Like that doesn't exist just to anybody who's out there. If you're trying to make over a hundred thousand dollars you're going to work your butt off. Like it doesn't just happen overnight. And so that's what always just cracks me up. These people who have no experience, they've never made more than $33,000 a year. think they're going to come and break into an industry, be president club winner and make $500,000 when the average is 150. Like you're not, you got to work hard and maybe, and maybe you are, but it's not going to happen overnight. You got to be hungry. You got to be willing to work and you got to be able to ready to crush it because guess what? Once you break in, everybody's good. And once you, once you're applying, once you get to that final round and I've said this, everybody's good. Everybody in the final round of an interview, when they're going up against three candidates, all three could be hired. What are you doing to set yourself apart? And those tips that I just gave you in today's podcast is what I've noticed are the people reaching back out to me saying, Hey, I got jobs. I got a job offer. Hey, I, I just got hired. It, they're doing those things to make themselves stand out. So again, I hope this helped you guys. My goal is just to help as many people break into this awesome industry. Again, I hope you guys are getting a lot of value from this. If you guys would, please press that like and subscribe button. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, a five-star review really helps us out on the podcast. Again, you guys, please feel free to reach out to me on TikTok or LinkedIn at new to medical device sales, which you guys have been doing. And I get back to you within usually within an hour if I can, um, or as soon as I can, you guys can reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. 
just Jacob McLaughlin, same to YouTube, Jacob McLaughlin. And again, if you guys haven't, check out the new to medical device sales ebook. Uh, it's at new to medical device sales.com and you guys can pick it up. It will be in the show notes. But again, I just go over my whole journey on how I broke in with no sales experience, everything I did to where you literally can copy and paste messages. You can take my business plan. It's all blank canvas. You can take it and make it your own. Um, again, just trying to provide as much value as I can. So I appreciate you guys as much and I want you to know that. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.